Knock it out the park, you ain't slam dunking the stats. That's shoot the breeze. Next man up with ice water in they vein. Throwing the hell Mary from football to Halley hooping. Basketball, a winner's a winning. That's shoot the breeze. So if you insist, pass a baton in a relay race. A full court pressure opponent to be the GOAT. On a Monday morning, quarterback football jack. Next time you cross the goal line, that's shoot the breeze. And maybe then, only then, you may be able to take one for the team or spend to pitch a curve to the ball and baseball. You ain't no home run. You ain't no touchdown. You ain't no three-point shot unless you tune in. Shoot the breeze. Watch and learn from this marathon. Aim for your shot and pass this along. The ball is in your court. Or did you lose a step at the crossover? Crossover and cross to get a feel of that. And that's shoot the breeze. What's going on, everybody? It's your boy Breezy, and we are back for another Spotlight Tuesday. Listen, I'm super excited because this is my first nighttime edition. You know what I'm saying? So uh, for all those that are out there watching live and for all those that are listening on the podcast, this is going to be a really cool, really fun, very vibrant show. I got a couple of drinks in me. I'm ready to go. My Celtics won. I'll talk about that on Friday. But I got a very special guest I'm going to be bringing in here soon. But before we get to her, let's go ahead and kick off the formalities, right? All right. So listen, you can follow on Facebook. That's at Shoot the Breeze. Spelled all the way out. You put the dashes in there. Make sure you put the at symbol, and then it'll bring up the page and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? It's all good. All right. Cool. You can also follow on IG at Shoot the Breeze Pod TV. All right. You can follow on Twitter. At shoot the breeze six. Please don't ask me why I don't have the same handle. I didn't make that up. That's on Twitter. If you're listening to me on the podcast, if you listen to shoot the breeze on the podcast, listen, you can get it and stream it on any podcast platform. All you got to do is go to anchor.fm backslash shoot the breeze pod TV. All right. Now, listen, it's hoodie season. What does that mean? It's about to get cold up north, y'all. All right. You can go to teespring.com backslash shoot dash the breeze dash apparel and you can get your latest hoodies now the cool thing is they're really high quality hoodies and i can tell you right now they're available in select colors so for all the ladies out there that want to get your pinks and your soft colors and your palette colors or for all my guys that want to get the soft palette colors go ahead and check it out man get you a hoodie get ready get geared up for the winter season hoodie season if you guys want to shoot me an email check it out shoot the breeze pod tv at gmail.com. I promise I will get back to you. We got a lot of stuff we got in the works here at Shoot the Breeze. We got the Sizzling Sunday show about to kick off in a couple of weeks. I'm working out getting out the 49er fans and things like that and and working out getting the opponent fans. So it's going to be a really cool football season. So make sure you're tuned in to Sizzling Sunday starting September 13th. All right. I think I got all the formalities out the way and I kind of got it done in like record time. Now, listen, I'm going to introduce this young lady. And before I introduce her, I just want to read a little bit about who she is, what she is. And I say what because she's an entity, okay? If you don't know what that word means, I advise you to look it up. But she's an entity, all right? She's a Jamaican native. Simone exudes radiance with over 20 years of experience singing professionally. You know what? We're going to edit this out because I don't want her to say 20 years because she's young. With over, unless she's been singing since she was one, with over 20 years of experience singing professionally since the age of 10 years old. She just answered my question. Over the years, she's taken pride in her craft of singing and songwriting with musical influences such as Celine Dion, Lauren Hill, Nora Jones, don't know why, uh, Nina Simone. 
Her repertoire of music ranges from smooth jazz to R&B. I should have did R&B a little bit differently because it's a little different talk. She's performed internationally as well as the United States, of which she's made an incredible mark on the music scene. She continues to believe that music has the power to transport us to another time and another place. Whether it's performing covers or original music, she does it with passion. Simone loves to harness that power with a broad audience of fellow music lovers and passionate musicians alike. Ever since a young age, Simone has found a great joy and satisfaction by being involved in the creative music process. Take a look around the site. I'm going to give you that information soon. Right now, ladies and gentlemen, Miss Simone. <laughs> Did I bring you out? Did I bring you out? I was trying to, you know, you had some words up there and I was just like, I got to say this a little bit differently. Yeah, you, know? you did that, but I was I was waiting for like, you know, a little bit of... Yo, and I swear I got I, I got it queued up. Look, and when when you by yourself, it's hard to do. I need a sound man. I need a control board. I need all that good stuff. Yeah. Uh, all right. So we got people saying, "What's up?" Uh, we got we got who's that? I think that's your hubby over there saying, Simone, or that's you typing it. My man Callie's in here. Mariah's in here. My cousin is in here. Chanel is in here. Hey, Pace. We got Miss Debbie in here. We got some people in here, and they're gonna be asking you some questions soon. So. Simone, we got a lot of stuff we want to get into on today's show. Cool. Um, before we get into the gist of what this show is going to be about, the show is about you. <laughs> so before we get into the gist of the show about you, I just want to go by some latest news. We're going to recap some things that happened over the past week and yeah. things like that. Um, we had some tragedies. We had some celebrations. Um, and, and you know, we're going to talk a little bit about it on tonight's episode. Then we're going to kick off that all. You know, we're gonna we're gonna talk about you for a little bit. Then we're gonna we're get gonna to talk that about me and my music and, and your music. You stuff. know what I'm saying? Yeah, all that good stuff. You know what I'm saying? Because this show is to exude. I like that word you put up in there. Exude who you are. You know who you truly are, and you're definitely a light that needs to be shined uh, oh, throughout the world. You know what I'm saying? Thank so, you. listen, we're gonna bring this graphic up, man, and it's sad because we lost we lost the king. We we lost the star. Uh, I would say that heaven gained a star, um, but we definitely lost a a, a a a great man here, who was doing great things. Great humanitarian, great actor. Uh, he was just great. <laughs> and um, I think when the tragedy happened on August twenty eighth, two thousand and twenty, I think we were all. It was late at night when we found out, and we were all just, you know, wild. Yeah, what was your reaction when you heard the news about Mr. I was shocked. I thought it was one of those, you know, online, you know, you see once in, once in a while, you be like, oh, Jackie Chan died, Bill Cosby yeah. died. And you be like, wait, is this is this on Wikipedia? Like, can I find yeah. this? Is this real? And I saw it and I was like, yo, it was like losing a big brother. I'm not even going to lie. I, I was boohooing. I can't even talk about it still because it, it felt so close to home, like, this guy was a family member, yo. Yeah. I, I can't remember reacting to any other celebrity death the way I did with him. I totally agree. A long time. I was shook. shook. I, I, I totally, I didn't want to believe it. I, you know, I was, I was looking for the hoax, you know. You know, I kind of get information like rather quickly right. before others. So before I put it out and like, you know, mess my name up or whatever, I'm trying to like research this and research that. And um, unfortunately, guys, we definitely lost a hero, a real yeah, live man. hero. Um, he died from 
uh, colon. He had colon cancer and, and stage four. And, you know, I, the, the part that, that, that got to me was the fact that he was going through this for four years. So when I start, when I start dating back four years, I'm like, Black Panther? Yo, I think that's why it hit me so hard. And not only that, you know, I'm in the health field. I'm a nurse, right? Yes, ma'am. I have seen patients in the end stages of colon cancer. And it is one of the most gruesome. I mean, your dignity. I can't even begin to really get into some of um, the symptoms and what they go through. But to think that this man was going through this and felt he was just so... He felt obligated. He, he had an obligation to his fans. You know what I mean? And it really touched my heart so much. And I think that's really why I was just so impacted by it. Because <laughs> you think of everything that he was doing, all the movies he made, showing up for the kids in the hospitals, going through treatments, you know, with their own uh, issues. It's just like, it's wow, blows my mind. Yeah. It blows my mind. Yeah, he 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 made me realize that, you know, I'm never too big for somebody. Ever. And as much as I complain about, oh, I got to drive all the way here. I got to set yeah. up this. I got to do that. Yeah. You know, he did that. He did that times 10. Yeah. You know, ill. Yeah. And, I, and I'm telling myself, okay, Wayne, get yourself together. Sma snap out of whatever it is you're going through. Whatever the funk is you're going through, snap out of it. Yeah. So young, I felt like he would be like the next up and come coming uh Denzel. Like he, he was, was there. Speaking yo. of Denzel, wait, then did you know that Denzel uh paid for his acting school, paid I for him to go that. to drama school? And yeah. man, this I is I can't even imagine how Denzel feels right now. I mean, yeah, yeah. We haven't we haven't heard from the stars yet. Yeah, like, not yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah so. We haven't heard from the stars. But I would I will say this. It is sad that he's gone, but I, I definitely know he's up there in heaven and he's going to be shining down on many individuals, many young aspiring people. I was talking to a friend yesterday and she was like, yo, the number one costume for Halloween is going to be Black Panther. And I was like, let me get mine now. For real. Yeah. It's going to be for everywhere. Right. Everywhere. Right. Online, every website. Right. Yeah, right. So you um, making your own this year. So yeah, I, I mean, I'll, I'll even wear you know the African the, the clothes the, the kente cloth. Yeah. I'll wear that. I'll go. I'll do that. You know, I'll take it back to the origins. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So um, we definitely. Okay. I I do want to mention the fact that I will shout out ABC because ABC honored this man. They did. Um, so they quickly, did it. Though, so quickly. They did it quickly. And like, you. Yeah, like you having that background in, in, in theater and drama, like they not only did they they celebrate him, they played the movie with no commercial on on regular cable. Like, I, I don't think people realize how big that is, because in the TV world, commercials pay for the, you know, the, the movies to, to yeah. be played. The commercials are what funds the exactly. networks. And, I was talking to Steve about that. I was like, yo, they took a huge hit. They didn't even care. Like, we got to do this. And shout out to ABC. So if anybody that doubted ABC, you know, they're big family oriented. They own just about everything. ESPN, Disney, Marvel. Like, they really stepped out. You know, they went out and decided to do something to honor that young black man. Right. Now, now, listen, I know it was sad, but the next day, and I, this person has been gone for, for a little while. But the next day was the birthday of the king himself. 
And I definitely, I, I put together a little something um, where I wanted to honor the King. So we do, we do want to celebrate Mr. Michael Jackson because, I mean, I know he's gone, but his birthday was on the 29th of August. And um, yeah, talk about Mike, man. Like, tell, tell me your, tell me one story about Michael Jackson that you could remember. Hmm, you're going to put me on the spot. Oh, that's what this show was all about. All right. Um, I remember growing up in the classic. Let's talk about it. The classic thriller. Ooh. This might not be good, but I remember being scared out of my mind. I did not sleep. The minute when I saw that. Talk about it. I was shook. I was like, is everybody about to just morph into a dang on zombie? Like, what is this? But I thought it was the coolest video ever yeah. yeah to this day like i'm yeah. legit and it sounds crazy but that was a sick video yeah it was like a movie it was so long yeah it was about it was like 10 12 minutes or nine minutes it was something no. up there at the time the song that ever was recorded i think yeah. True. i'm sure it has a record and the fact that they it was the first like african-american on mtv i don't yeah. think people realize that MJ, MJ, honestly, like no other, y'all. <laughs> Look, Peachy saying, yo, Thriller was the greatest ever. No. Like people, people are saying That's yes. True. I, I've been dancing it with my kids. Like every time it comes on, I'm like, all right, y'all, I'm about to get my little cardio in because this is it. Yo, I bought the Everybody video game started. just to do the Thriller dance. Like I I learned it from the video game. Um, <laughs> you, you're crazy. <laughs> yo, Thriller was definitely big. Here's my story about Thriller. I like that you mentioned Thriller. Thriller? Um, so I had records yeah, and, um, and I also had cassette tapes, you know what I'm saying? But yeah. thriller, I had, I had thriller on one of those. I don't know what it's called, but I had thriller on one of those small, the small 45s. I think that's what they call it. The small, the smaller record, right? It was a single. The and I had little... that listening to it on the record was scarier yeah. than watching the video because of that guy. I think his name is Vincent Price. He's the guy that wrote his voice ever. Yep. Well, he wrote a bunch of scary books. Like he was known for for horror, right? Crazy voice. And I, I, I'm thinking that's his name. My man Callie says, um, he says, what are your guys' favorite Michael Jackson songs? He says, we can't say Thriller. All right, so we're going to get to that question, okay? Oh, we're going to get to that question. Um, <laughs> Chanel said that he died on her birthday and she will oh, never forget sorry, that baby. day. But remember, consider yourself like super dope for that. Yo, let me, what's good, Nick? Let me ask you this question. We're going to get to Callie's question because we talked about Thriller a little bit. Then we'll just celebrate. Maybe we'll sing happy birthday to Michael Jackson. All right. What were you doing on the day that Michael Jackson died? Yo, I think I was at, do we know the year? Because I want to make sure I'm not mixing him up with Prince. Because he uh, was a long time ago. Prince, Prince died about emotions few are years later. Inclined. Yeah, Prince died a few 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 yeah. years later. My man Joe likes Billy Jean. He says Billy Jean was greater than. I was than at work. I think I was at work when I heard it. Okay. I remember googling it was when I wasn't supposed to be on the internet. Okay. Like this can't be real. Yeah. On my way to work, heard it on the radio. I was like, nah. Went to work, broke all types of codes <laughs> on the internet. Yeah. And I was like, yo, what? Mm -mm. Yeah. I think we all broke codes. So you were at work. I guess you could say I was at work. I was setting up for a gig. Yeah. I think I think with my brothers Marcus and YA. I think we had a gig out in Stanford or Norwalk, and 
their TV was on and I'm trying to set up and it's on the TV screen. And I'm like, it was June 25th, 2009. And we're setting up for the gig. And I'm like, guys, this it. Can they, can you ask these people to change the channel? Yo, I don't want to hear this stuff. And it was legit real. This was before like the cell phones was super popping too. Like, you know, right. It, it, right. So, I mean, cell phones were popping, but the way information was coming out wasn't as fast as it is now. So I didn't really want to believe it, you know, but it was real because it was on every, no matter what channel they changed to. No, you like, wait a minute, something wrong with my click, click, yep. Jackson. Oh, the king of pop. Yep. Oh, TMZ. Like, yeah. what? Yeah. And it hit me hard because you guys don't know my Michael Jackson stories. I mean, when you, when you're a young kid and you have the red thriller jacket. Yeah. And and the black bad jacket, which I oh. know about that. All oh, right. the bad jacket. That's it right. right and so when I had the black jacket, right, I was trying, I wanted my hair to be long and curly like Mike. So my mom got the S curl and it didn't work. <laughs> she didn't even long enough? It did it burned, <laughs> yo. Like what the it's like, mom, this this burns. What are you doing to me? You know what I'm saying? You didn't do the Yo, so I was trying and I really wanted to be like Mike. And I remember going to the bad tour in 90, was it 91, 1991. I can't remember the Harfic Civic Center before it was the XL Center. It was the Harfic Civic Center and he did the bad tour. And I was there as a little kid. I was probably like nine or 10 years old. It was the greatest, wow. the greatest time of my life. And wow. I watched, I watched grown people cry. And you blessed, you blessed to see that. Well, but here's the thing. I've never seen Prince. And I feel like I've that's a disservice. I've never seen Stevie Wonder. And oh, while Stevie, I saw Stevie like three times. I'm not yeah. if he comes up again, I'm going. This is the same concert every yeah. season. <laughs> All right, let's let's get to let's get to Callie's question really quickly because he wants to know. He says off the wall and PYT were some honorable mentions to Dirty Diana. Listen, a lot of people don't know about Dirty Diana, bro. So the <laughs> fact that you <laughs> wanted, <laughs> because it was like a, it was like it was an RB. With uh, R&B melody over a rock beat. Oh yeah, you got some music people on here. Look, Joe yeah. said he was there at that concert, bro. I know Joe, you was living it up. Peachy yeah, said, man. Peachy says, "Rock with you" is her joint. Listen, whenever, whenever we perform, oh, we, we, oh, great, oh, oh, we gonna do great. that. That's on the, that's on, that's on the set list. Yeah, that's on. Uh, yo, but look, look what my man put up here, man. So. <laughs> so so a lot of people don't know that this song was written by Mr. R. Kelly, right? So this song was written by R. Kelly right here, You Are Not Alone. And, and you know what? It's so R. Kelly though. It I, is, but he he sang it. Michael sang that song. Michael sang yeah. it. Um we got human nature up here. The story oh, that's one of my favorites. Yo, human this nature. is I think this is one of my faves too. I think my favorite yeah. song though by Michael Jackson. <sighs> Butterflies does some to me. I'm just gonna cut you off. That's what's when I hear that song, that, just yeah, his melodic. Yeah, I mean, and it's right up my alley. Yeah, you know my type of my style. Yeah, and and what I like in, in songs. And every time, it's like the first time. Yo. Oh my gosh! Every time. And them them falsettos. I can feel you, baby. Oh, yeah. oh baby. Yo, Mike, the way you make me feel, I so so Mike, Mike is like, I don't know, I think we're twins or something because he always knows my thoughts. But when I go into that, hey, pretty baby with the high heels on, you give me fever. Like, oh. 
So, so those are my time, and then and, oh, then, we, and then we have Man in the Mirror. Listen, this could be a whole Michael Jackson show, so we gotta stop on the mic. Let's, let's, yeah, let's just out, sing, let, let's sing Happy Birthday to Mike real quick. You got it? Yeah. Go ahead and do Happy it. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Mm-hmm. Happy birthday, dear MJ. Happy birthday to you. Mwah. I just wanted Happy them to birthday. see my face when you hit one of them riffy diffy notes. And I was like, mm. <laughs> you did you did it, you did a brandy. Oh, we're gonna hold that. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, so that's uh you know what? I did want to talk about some of the new releases that are coming out because we're gonna be talking about your release soon. Yeah. We do have a couple of releases. Did you get a chance to listen to Miss Jasmine Sullivan's new record, Lost One? I did, and Jazzy is... She grown now, dog. She grown up. Unbelievable. She's dope. To be honest, you put Jazzy and Brandy in a room, and I think my mind, I think my brain would just explode, like overload. Yeah. I, would, I would have an overload. I'd be just like a robot, like a glitch or something. Like, this is too much. Too much Yo, power. Too she's much- dope. That's that's what I have for Jasmine Sullivan, and she's been dope ever since a little child performing on Star Search and all those little those uh things that no, she's played I saw on. A video of her online, she did Dorothy and the Wiz, and can you talk like high school? She was she sounded like she was like thirty five. Oh, speaking of Dorothy on the Wiz, it's funny how I have you on this show and you didn't send me that clip of you huh? doing. You being Dorothy and the Wiz, you guys have to go find when you go go to her website. Look, let me. I'm gonna post. I'm gonna get her website right up here, right? Because I have to. I'm gonna post it, but I have to say it. So make sure I spelled everything right. It's www.simonesmusic.com. Now that's Simone's with two. There's a Z and a Z in music because I get it wrong every single time. So make sure you guys do that. All right, Simone's music. Did I get it? Is it a K or it is a C? <laughs> Shoot. You know what? I think it's M U Z I. Let's fix it. That's that's not a problem. Yep, Simone's. Yep, yep. So it's it's C. It should be a K, but it's a C. All right, here we go. So it's fixed. So it's Simone's music. It's the two Z's that confuse me. Did I spell it right again? You did it. All right. So I want you guys to go there and check it out. I'm I'm going to make her put the clip of her singing home when she was in high school because if you want to hear somebody blow your mind. That'll do it right there. All right. So really quick thoughts on Lost One. Um, I, I thought it was the record, the writing on the record, it was amazing. Um, yeah. She's definitely like outgrown the little shell that she was in. You know, she came out as a young a young girl and you can kind of tell like she's, you know, grown up. And she, yeah, she, yeah. Has, she has been getting killed a lot. Like, you know, as far as the music, like her career is kind of like. So underrated. I don't yeah. know management. I, I Honestly. I heard her attitude wasn't great, but I ain't even—I had never met her, so yeah. <laughs> but you know, I heard that you know it is what it is with that. But yeah, yeah. shout out to my boy, um, my boy Jay Maul, man. He was her music director for. Well, yeah. He played, he played keys for her. I'm not sure if he was the music director for him, and I think Skeet was on drums. These are yeah. some Connecticut musicians, guys. They be out there, man. They be on those tours. Connecticut roll deep, yo. It's, yeah, it's man. Amazing. They the they be in there. We be yeah, yeah, most definitely. So all right, so we got a couple of albums that also released. Um, we got, let's see, we got for my, for my, for my, for my mm-hmm. pop fans, right? We got Katy Perry. She released this album called smile and it's actually dope. Like not that she was ever corny or nothing like that, but 
I was feeling the vibes on this album, yo. Yeah, I like Kitty. She's my super cool white friend. Right. Like, I mean, and she, like, you know, she's not, the thing I like about her is, like, she she stays in her lane. Yes. You know what I'm saying? But she does it really, really good. And they definitely killed it with the production on this album. And it's not your typical pop. So you got some of those kind of like transit dance type songs, but you got her, they got, she got some ballads up here. So definitely yeah. go out there and get that. But here's the one I really wanted to get into because this, this, this young fine woman, with the short hair. listen, she brought it back to love from you. Mm, you home last night. You should have been with me. See how she takes over and she compliments. Like I started off and she just comes and just, yo. I have no here. That's why. Yo, dancing, dance and falling is so so from the first song. So she has one like up, like upbeat, mid-tempo type record on here. And then the rest are just like. Dang, she killing the game. And this yeah. is a heartbreak. It's a heartbreak album, guys. Listen, I, I'm gonna tell you right now. The songs about heartbreak, I don't know why, but they sell, they just they just hit me they the most. Do. They do. That's why I be telling people, yo, for everybody that be like, yo, all you write is sad songs. I'm telling you, you gotta stick with what you're good at. And yeah. who who does not go through heartbreak, right? Yeah, like and it's relatable. And it's crazy because we all go through heartbreaks, but they're all different. So every time you listen to a different song, right? It's a different experience from a different person, like or how they handled it. This yeah. album, Spell My Name, is definitely on point, man. So definitely go check that out. And last but not least, I didn't give this a listen because it's old, but he re-released his 2009 mixtape, No Ceiling. That is little wheezy baby. That's this how little, you do it. That's listen, he he re-released it because of, there was no streaming back in 2009, right. Speaking that's of 2009, that's the year Michael Jackson died. It's funny how all these numbers are kind of like coming back into fruition, right? This mm-hmm. dude, the numbers on this, the streaming, like I think on the first day it came out, like I think on the 31st or whatnot, like the numbers like hit the roof. And I'm like, these are people that already had purchased the album. Like, yeah, and then, and then I, that's my, my ratchet side beginning down to that Wayne, that Wheezy. Yeah. I'm, I'm so after, after Little Wayne, uh, after Little Wayne, I'm kind of like, I can't really. I, I'm not. It's not that I don't listen to today's artists, but Little Wayne was probably like my last straw, because yeah. he he did it so well. And then like yeah. others tried to come in and mimic. I mean, Drake is good. Drake came in the game and kind of held it down, like you know. But uh, yeah. And then upcoming artists, we got Mr. Big Sean. He's releasing Detroit too. That's coming out, uh, but leave September. This Friday, September 6th, I believe it's going to drop. So you have uh, Big Sean coming out with a new album. And those are your new releases for this week, man. So uh, let's get into what we came to get into. All right. I'm going to interview you. I'm going to ask you some questions. Don't ask me nothing hard because it's late. After I ask you, I'm going to ask you about five questions, right? You, it's, it's, I call this segment getting to know you, getting to know you, getting to know all about you. All right. So we're just, you're going to let your peoples get to know you. I mean, some people know you, some people don't know you. you have a bunch of people out on the West Coast that might not know who you are that are tuned in right now that are listening. So we, we're going to talk a little bit about, we're going to get to know you. So I'm going to ask you a few questions. All right. And then we're going to go ahead and we're going to get into um, your single because I want you to talk about it talk about your experiences and stuff like that. We'll play that and then we'll get into this Monica and go home. How about that? Brandy and Monica and go home. Sounds like a plan. So make sure y'all stick around, man. Make sure you guys, you know, you make sure, you know what I'm supposed to do. I'm supposed to remind people 
if they're listening to it on Apple Podcasts, make sure you leave the five-star rating. You can just put five-star and a happy face. You don't even have to write a paragraph. Five stars, happy face, and keep it. You could put five stars and a frowny face for all I care. Just put the don't, five. Don't do that. I bet, you, I bet you better not. As long as they give the five stars, that's all that matters to me. All right? So, questions. All right. So, what first got you into music? Ooh, music is honestly in my blood. Um, my entire family pretty much is in music. Whoever's not a DJ, um, is a singer, plays an instrument, um, you know, everyone's pretty much musically inclined. Um, and I just, I grew up listening to it. It's just, I remember just being really young. I'm talking like five years old, singing at weddings. Um, everybody that had a little party was like, you know, you want to have that little girl sing back home in Jamaica. So honestly, I couldn't pinpoint one experience that um, made me say, oh, my God, I love music. I, it was just it was just in me. I was surrounded by it. It's hard to not be a part of something or grow to love something when you're in it all the time. It becomes a part of you. So that sounds really good. Yeah, you know, it's a part of you. And and that's probably why you're so great at doing what you would have all right, so take me into the studio with you, right? Tell me about your creative process. Like, how do you like to create music? How do you like to pad music? Like, take take us through the creative process of Simone. I like Simone Monet. I like that name. I'm going to call you Simone Monet. Yo, that's funny. Someone else said that to me before. Simone Monet, right? And I'm yeah. like, oh, I need to check to see if somebody already got that uh, trade. I don't, I don't think so. And if so, we'll just buy it. We'll, we'll buy them out. Bring to it. Um, studio for me, um, I like, I don't mind company. Um, I, I can do it, you know, with just myself and the producer, or I can have a bunch of people around me. That doesn't really bother me. I do like a good ambiance. So I like dim lights, um, less distractions. Um, and to be honest, I'm pretty on the spot. So I can have a song either written or partially done. Um, but as far as the harmonies and whatnot, I'm pretty on the spot with that. So most of the time, I don't even have like a full song ready when I go to the studio. Cause I'm just like, okay, we're just going to finish it when I get there and we start recording and just rock, rock out and vibe with it. So that's me. I'm kind of like the, um, undone. I, li I like that. <laughs> I'm undone, you know, song where I kind of finish it up. Cause that's when I know if I feel it like that, that's what it is. Yeah. Yeah, no, that, that's like sounds... single. That that's pretty much what happened with the single. So that that's that's a really good process. I mean, it doesn't work for everybody, but if that's your niche, I say stick to it. Don't change it up because you want to make sure that you know it it goes the way you need it to go. You're the artist. You have to perform it. You have to feel it. You have to do all those type of things. So I definitely like your process. Here's a question that you know I'm going to ask probably all the time to different people that come on the show, but and it's because of what's going on. So you know. Yeah. With COVID-19 going on, like, how do you feel COVID-19 has, like, impacted the music industry, the music business? And that just, that doesn't mean just, you know, being out there doing records. I'm talking about your performing and all that type of stuff. I think more emotional. I think it's a little bit more emotional um, because with everything that's on, you know, people losing loved ones, it really makes you um, kind of just dig into your emotions a little bit and... Mm -hmm. You're, you become uh, so much more grateful for existence. Um, not only that, but I think that not being able to go out and do all these things, 
it's it's um there's like focus now on what's really happening. And so people take the time out now, you know, it's like being on social media, you share, you share a video and folks really dive into it because everyone is almost still, right? There's only so far you can go now. Um, as far as, you know, COVID, yo, I think that for me personally, I've written more songs during maybe the last four or five months. Okay. Like ever in, in like just, one song after the next, after the next, after the next. Um, one, because I have the time now, but two, like I said, um, things, it's just so surreal, like what's happening. And if we, you know, 10 years ago, you, someone said to me, yo, you know, there's gonna be a point where everybody's, you know, have half the people in the world is gonna die. And it's like, no, I would've been like, man, please stop. But in the present, when you think about it, um, there's just so much to write about. So why not, you know? Um, but it's totally changed. Even the gigs, you, you learn to be grateful. You try to take a different approach now. Um, gigs slow down for musicians. Like it's, it's just crazy. Um, so you learn to be a little bit more grateful. And for me, that's pretty much what's transpired during COVID for me. I've become way more creative, done way more research on music, artists, checked out people that I probably would have never even you know, I would just scroll past them. Now I'm taking the time out to, you know, really dive into some of these artists and, and their creative minds and what they put out there. Um, yeah. So. Yeah. It's funny that you say that. So my last question to you would be this. Independent or major label deal? Like, what do you feel like would be the best situation for Miss Simone Monet? Yo, honestly, I think, I think they both have pros and cons. Um, I've thought about it. Like, what would I do if I was approached by someone from, you know, representative from a, a major record label? Um, but we all know that there are super duper fine prints that happens in some of those contracts. Um, I think I enjoy my progression. I think I might, I would, I would go independent out because I feel like I have the people behind me who can help make that happen. And I feel like I got, the it factor. I really don't want to sound like arrogant, um, but I do think that I could make it independently. Um, what the record label or some, being signed to a major record label does help with is really like getting you out there, you know, major platforms. Um, and then you're exposed to probably different artists on that label. So you're able to network and connect more and more rapidly. So I think that portion of it would have me skyrocket, but listen, everything happens in due time. So I think for me, I would, I would probably, but I don't know, cause if the contract looks really, really good, <laughs> I don't know. I don't want to put my foot in my mouth, but um, independent from what I've seen, a lot of major artists or um, popular artists end up going independent. So I'm taking notes. It's yeah. good to take notes. You heard about it last night. You know, you heard yeah. about, you know, Monica. I was like, Monica? I was like, what? Brandy? I was like, yeah. Brandy? Yo, I, had no idea. Yeah. I had no idea, though. I thought they were still with their ladies. And I was like, whoa. But listen, anything anything's possible yeah I, I really like that and and miss cinnamon says that she says confidence is good like you have Thank to be you. you have to be confident you know you can't be you know i you know, growing up watching guys like diddy and and what he used to do to people and i would say you know what like you know but they allowed it 
It's a key component, I think, to success, honestly. It, it, I agree. And you said something. You said something about the it factor. Like, either you have the it factor. He talked about that. He yeah. was like, Michael Jackson had the it factor. There's yeah. certain people that have the it factor. You know, that whole type of package that can be modeled and and, and blow it into proportion. You know, to take yeah. it to a whole nother level. And I not do. everyone has that. You have great singers out there without the it factor. You have great musicians out there yeah. without the it factor. You have great yeah. actors and all that type of stuff. But when you have that it factor, it separates you you know, from everybody else, you know. No, you have horrible singers that have amazing personalities and great work ethic. Yeah. It even can be flipped. And you're like, <laughs> oh, how do they? And it's like, yo, have you met this person? That's when they true. walk in the room, they, they're lit, you know. So that is true. it goes both ways. That's why it's so hard, I think. That is super true. Listen, we are going to, that was excellent by you, by the way. Good job on answering questions that you had no idea were coming at you. I like how you did that. Listen, we're going to bring this up because today's Spotlight Tuesday. And on Spotlight Tuesday, I would like to showcase the artist's work. All right. Now, listen, you can go out and you can get Mrs. Miss Simone's. I, I, she, we're going to work. I like Simone Monet. I don't I don't know. It just it just has this thing. But you can see you can get it on Apple Music, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, all the different yeah. types of stuff. All right. You can download it. You can buy it. You can stream it if you have services and all those types of things. Listen, Simone, I'm going to let you kick this off. And when you kick it off, I'm going to hit mute on our microphones and I'm going to push play. All right. Cool. Am I starting it? Go ahead. I got the music here. I'm going to do the music. Okay. You do I just come in from the beginning and you just go hit it wherever? Yeah. Just talk about your single. Ah, boom, boom. So hurt me. Listen. This is my baby. Um, I have been singing for a really long time and Hurt Me was my first published single. Now, don't get it twisted now. Sis been working, but I am taking the time out to focus on me and Hurt Me was it. Um, I remember when I started singing it and I, I sent it to Wayne. Oh, by the way, y'all produced by the Wayne Patrick. Who <laughs> killed it, smashed it. And I sent him like a 20 second clip. I was like, yo, this song right here. And I think all I had was maybe like four lines of the first verse. And I sent it to him and he smashed and he just really like brought the song to life. Uh, but basically everybody's been hurt, yo. Everybody's been hurt. And um, it's totally like a chick song. <laughs> the guys might hate it. Um, uh, but it was written and uh, written by myself and, and, and produced by the, the amazing Wayne Wayne Brown yeah, and Wayne Patrick. And yeah, you can find it everywhere. It's my baby song and it'll be uh, one of the songs that are actually, um, uh, it's gonna be on the EP. So I pull that song because it's just like amazing. I, I love everything about it. That's that's my baby. So yeah, check it out, Hurt Me. Let's, get, let's get to it, <laughs> Hurt Me by Simone. Oh yeah, dudes be hurt too, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> It's Wayne Patrick music. You gave me love, you took it away. It hurt me so when honestly, I really loved you. I really loved you uh, And I cry, 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 cry And I try, 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 try And I know I, I, 
I gotta choose myself today. How you gonna give me a love and turn around and hurt me? You fit me lies that I was your world, that I was your girl. How you gonna give me a love and turn around and hurt me? You fit me lies that I was your world, that I was your girl. Now I'm sitting here trying to find the memories and the I can't eat, I can't sleep Nothing left to do but to give in oh. And I cry, 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 cry And I try, 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 try And I know I How you gonna How you gonna I haven't listened to it in a minute, but God, dog, gee, yo, the, the, the ad-libs on that joint, man, when you get to that, yeah, 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 I, I'm just, just, yeah, yo, we did that, we did yeah, that, we did that, did that, I mean, we, we did that, I, I don't, feel like it's, I don't even know, for the EP, I feel like I'm gonna just have to top it, and then top the next song with the next song, and the next song, well, that's the cool thing about being independent. You know, you can you're in control. You're in full control of what it is you do. You have your you have your team, and yeah. you guys go out there and you say, "This is what we're gonna do." You know what I'm saying? This is what we're gonna do. Listen to all the the comments you're getting in, in the response. Like, yeah, oh, beautiful, beautiful voice, smooth. Like, I, I look smooth, beautiful voice. Oh, wow, this oh, is my guy. This is my guy right here. Listen, your record's coming soon. Yes, Greek. Look, hand claps. Fire, fire. Wow, wow. I, I didn't even see all I can't, can't see all that. Wow, wow. 
Yeah, like yeah. Man, I'm so grateful. I am. I'm super hardcore grateful. I appreciate that. Listen, guys, go out there and get that record, man. It's uh, it's available on all platforms. All right, now you guys are probably tuning in because you guys probably want to know our opinions on this battle. Now, before we go, we're going to do a little exercise and we're going to close out the show. I promise we're only going to be about 16 more minutes, right? We're going to close out the episode with our with a little exercise, right? We're going to talk about who won what songs or whatever, whatnot. Now, before we do that, let's just recap what we saw, all right? Because you and I were talking the whole night and we probably shouldn't have been, but we were just on one, right? <laughs> Yo. All right. I didn't even keep up. I was like, I probably should be watching more of this. But right. there's so much to discuss with that. That's like almost a whole thing by itself. All right, so let me just put this out there really quickly. This is the disclosure. These girls been beefing since they were like like 15, right? They they were really beefing. I know they work together, but they really had beef in the industry, and it was over a dude. And uh, yo. Nobody say, yo, they still beefing, though. Okay, so and that's what we want to talk about, right? That's what we want to get into. Now. We're going to keep it versus, but that's part of the battle. And I thought that they did their best. But talk about Monica. What was your reactions about Monica? I felt like she um, she definitely seems uh, really annoyed by Brandy. There were times I was just like, sis, like, I, I don't think she was even checking herself. Like, you have a million, over a million people watching you. You know, 1.2 million. Like, Yo, she looks salty. Yeah. I, I mean, it, it was so evident. That there was just so much more. I thought I was the only one that saw that. Professional, because some of the stuff, the shade, the shade that Brandy, I mean, she was going ham. So, yeah, Brandy was throwing shade, Simone. And but it was subtle, right? It was subtle. It was, it was, it was subtle. It. What you classify it? Because I, I thought. All right, so so here, so all right, so it wasn't subtle. Brandy was throwing stuff out there, and Monica was like, "Okay, like I I felt that the old Monica was trying to come out, and she did everything and her ability to keep it in." That's basically the Monica that was there last night. Do you get all right? So some people are saying that Brandy's conceited. I didn't get the conceited. I I don't know if it was conceited. I got it. I, I I did. She was her ego was on. 5,000, I think. But when you have half the world, basically, I mean, she's, you know, the, the vocal Bible, you know. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah. Um, and she also I, touched more people, too, with her music. And and I, I, I don't think that we, we talk about that as much. You have to think but, about it. But I think it depends on... Brandy's songs. Because if, if you're somebody in the... If you're a hood chick and you're trying to... Monica speaks to, to yeah, that. but how many more hood chicks are there than pop chicks? And Brandy got a lot of records. Probably more hood chicks. No, there's definitely not more hood chicks. That, so if we if we go and look at the numbers, hey, I'll put it like this. And and how many white people are there near black people in this country, in this world? <laughs> all right, know. all right. So and that's what I mean. So Brandy's music really touched more people because she had those songs like when she was playing songs like best friend yeah them joints was hitting don't don't but then but then monica came with the hood joint and i was just like yo because like best friend was dope but this hit me but best friend was dope but do you get what i'm trying to say like i will say there were a few songs i mean i i do think brandy won <laughs> Your people said Monica is karaoke. Monica, over here, so. Brandy, Brandy was more crossover. I agree. But I think that it all depends on what you like. I think that Brandy had more radio play. She was more mainstream. I think. Aha! I have a graphic. Uh, 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 uh. 
I have this billboard you do. Gra no. graphic. I, I, I'm going to post it. I don't know how many you can see it because it's Are probably you trying to prove that I'm wrong. And look, wrong? can you see this? Yeah. Look how close these numbers are. Okay. Wow. You're talking about, I, I got to move in. We'll be talking about, all right. So entries, Brandy has 17 entries. Uh, Monica has 16. Brandy had two number ones. Monica had three. Like it's, you got to read this list. All right. Top five hits, Monica for they're, they're tied. Brandy had top four, top five hits. All right. These numbers are super close. And I never thought that these numbers would be as close. Yeah, honestly, I would have never thought they were that close either. Wow. So Monica definitely was reaching people with the music. But um, that's my point. But, but I just felt like Brandy's song seemed to appeal more because Brandy was in a different market. Brandy was doing movies. I mean, come on. She was Cinderella. She was Moesha. There you go. Did you hear her do the Cinderella joint? Like and she cheated with that. You can't do the way you can't do that. She was a lot, actually. And she and, was pulling out the big guns and the and I don't know. I, I feel like I don't feel it was a fair uh competition at all. I like the Fendi outfit. Are we talking about outfits now? Look, I thought she killed it in the Fendi, but Somebody who, she had a crop top on. She too old for a crop top and okay. a crop jacket. I, look, I I, I want to know how Monica's hair was like. So give me, so give me the mumus and 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 the dress with no waistline. Cause... I want I want to know how she had her hair like jet black. It was perfectly cut. Like I thought Monica looked like a like a Barbie doll. And Brandy and I think they appealed to two different types. They did, and and you you saw it. Like Brandy was like the teenage. Brandy was dressed like a teenager. With you saw she had the like they were not bell bottoms, but they were kind of baggy. I mean, the turtleneck, but it might have been cold in there. They might have had the, they were in Atlanta. They might have had the AC on Arctic. I mean, maybe she was cold. She had to preserve her vocals. Okay. We're not gonna say look, we're gonna be longer than what I thought we were gonna be because we're gonna get to this. All right, so those are our thoughts, right? We we look, we recapped it. It was dope. I at the end of the day, I thought that they both definitely did it. They they even had more songs that they could have played. And when Brandy came with that comment, can we do a versus two versus three? You know, I'm about my business now. I don't care what nobody said. That was low key high shade. But, but why was that shady? See, I didn't, I didn't take that as shade. She knew she had more hits. I mean, I could do like five songs right now <sighs> that she could have played, knowing and and. She You're killing me. You're killing me, yo. You're killing me. I didn't take it as shade. I took it as Brandy as a businesswoman was trying to get more checks. That's how I, I looked at it. I don't know. I don't okay. Know. Shade. Shady checks. Let's call it shady checks. That, that's that's how I looked at it. All right. So let's recap these rounds, right? So this had to be the reason why I voted this as the best bat, the best verses. And I know we've seen more with more energy. Like, shout out to B Man. Yeah. Oh my that girl dumb sugar. Yeah. So, so so we that's still number one for me. They they brought it with the energy and the fact that the cops came on that joint just set the night for me. No, but it was lit. It was, it like, was lit. But then the D, the DMX joint was definitely hitting. All right, the, the DM the DMX joint was definitely hitting, and I thought that was definitely going to be my top joint, and it was my top joint. So I had that, then I had the Jamaican one, and th and then this one came up, and here's what makes this number one. It was really hard to vote who won the round. Teddy and uh and Babyface. I can't get into that because Teddy's stuff was all jacked up and I, and and my thing was with Teddy and Babyface. I thought Babyface should have went up against somebody different, like another type of producer, like Teddy. Ooh, I thought it was like a perfect matchup. 
Nah, cause he, cause Babyface don't play like it, it was just. I just thought it was different. I, I thought it should have been different. Like I thought Babyface should have went up against. Who did I have Babyface going up against? I can't think off the top of my head. But it was a different producer that does. Oh, I thought I thought that Babyface and I don't think they get along anymore. But Babyface and La Reed, Laface. I thought they should have went up against Jimmy Jam ooh, and Terry ooh, Lewis. Ooh, because honestly, they're right. They're they're yes. right there. I thought they should have went up against Jimmy Jam. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Right. And Teddy Riley, I, me, me personally, I would have loved to see Teddy Riley yeah. go against Dark Child. So Dark Child is his. Yeah, yeah, Dark, yeah. That's his mentor. That's how Dark Child got found by Teddy Riley. That's his mentor. So I thought that would have been dope. I thought that would have been dope. And now you got two musicians up here who both do like it would have been dope. That would have been epic. But let's get to this because and the reason why this this was tough for me is because these rounds. And let's just stick to the first round. We won't have to go into the second. Let's do the first 10. We'll, we'll do the first 10 and get on up out of here, all right? The first 10 was really hard. All right, round one. Brandy came out with What About Us? What about all the things? That yeah, you? what about us? Right. And then, but Monica came out, every, she came out with everything to me. So it, it was like. I don't know. I, I, did, I thought it was too. I think, I mean, Brandy. I think Brandy. I gave, I gave it to Brandy that round too. So that's that's one for Brandy. Somebody out there need to keep score. All right. So Wayne won. Simone won for Brandy. All right. Round two. Now this is where it got tough because Brandy came out with he is, he is. But then Monica came out with these are the roses with that sample in the background. And I'm like. Monica won that, I think. I have Monica win it. Are you reading off my list? I forgot no, I said. No, I got no list, man. Okay, all right, my bad. All right, so I have Monica winning that round two. All right, round three. You ready? Yeah. I ain't even gonna front. I ain't even gonna <laughs> lie. All right, that is the joint, right? Mike City producer, but then Monica came up with "So Gone Over You." So gone, honestly, won that. I gave it to Monica. I gave it to Monica too. <gasps> So right now we got Monica 2-1. So so she Chanel saying full moons wins every time. Yo, see that so what happened was so so Monica was cheating because she had that Missy new new Monica, like and just about every record. Kind of going on the internet, like everybody's like, yo, if Missy don't scream your name, you know. So Listen, you know what she was doing though. She it's, it's definitely torn in here. We got some full moons. We got some soul gones. All right, but I I gave that to Monica because soul gone was dope. But then yeah. I think then I had Brandy going on a little wind spree, and and I could be I could be wrong. I can't wait to hear you. So round four, I wanna be down. And the fact she came up with the remix too, like the blended it in there was dope. But then Monica came back with just one of them days. That was I, a hard one. I think that was one of the. I think I'm gonna give it to Monica. Oh, I went Brandy. I went Brandy. And the reason why is because I, I'm gonna give it to Monica. I that, so, it's so, hard. All right, all right. It does hit hard. It's it's that baseline. But the but the I want her riffs in that. But, but I want to be down, yo. Just hit, and that's what I. So this is my example of what I said that Brandy's music crossed over. Whereas Monica's music was more definitely R and B. Yeah, like yeah, you, yeah. you get what I mean. Like consistent. Yeah, and, and that's because Brandy got a bunch of joints like that. Like the next one I'm about to to say. All right, <sighs> round five. So you got you got I got Brandy on round four. You got Monica. Round five. Four. You ready, baby? 
versus like this and like that. I'm going to give it to baby. Brandy. I have Brandy winning that one, too. Yeah. 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 The bass line. Like, it's just so dope, babe. babe. All right. And they had to dance. Um, She had the choreography. Monica talked about choreography too on on the verses, and I thought that was hilarious. Just mm -hmm. one of them. Uh, I like this and like that was a dope record, though. I can't front. Mm -hmm. I had the DJ scratching and things. All right, so Chanel gave it a tie. People are saying, "Baby, I like this. I like this a lot." All right, we are round five, round six. So when Brandy came up with this joint, and I love you, baby, I was like, "That's gonna win." First of all, anything. I don't care if they played 50 billion Monica songs. If you play Angel in the Sky, I saw my heart just dropped. I was like, drooling. Like, this song. This was tough because. You know, top five best songs. Simone, this was tough. This was tough. I know Angel. Look, Angel in the Skies was dope. I can't front. That So, my favorite album by Brandy was probably Never Say Never. Boom. But I'm not going to front. Full Moon was definitely dope. But yes, but never say never is just it's a classic. Yeah. Now I said it first, and they saying your name some more. You just say yes, Wayne. Now, I I said it first. She just co-signed it, and I'm just playing. See how we get we artists get. No, All, right. No. <laughs> All right. So, but Monica dropped a record by one of my favorite producers, Mr. Brian Michael Cox, and the song was "You Shouldn't Know Better Than to Think I Leave." Like she, that it was a hard round too, but. I gave it to I gave it to Monica. Nah, Angel in the Skies. Okay. And I love you, baby. What? And I love you, baby. I think that was Dark Child too. What? Yeah. Mm -mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. That that was Dark Child. All right. Let's 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 go ahead and wrap this up. Like, this is where it got really hard. Okay. Three more songs, guys. We're gonna get you on up out of here. I'm missing you. From the Set It Off soundtrack. Ooh, my song. Versus For You, I Will from the Space Jam soundtrack. I'm still going to go missing you. Brandy won that. Dang, I gave it a tie. I couldn't choose. I That's not fair. Those those are soundtrack songs. Those shouldn't count. Those are soundtracks. Because they both hit. Oh, no. Because Brandy played that song for Kobe Bryant. And then mm. Monica came back. Yo, you can't tell me. There's no way they scripted this. Okay, because Brandy wrote a poem. Yeah. Hear me, hear me out, Simone. Brandy wrote a poem, and it was for Kobe. And then she played "I'm Missing You," right? And then Monica came back with that for you. I will for Vanessa Bryant. Well, I think they, I think they, what they, they gotta have some sort of system where you pick the songs, but you can't change it. But then they can arrange it, <sighs> like you know um, how they want it. But it it be it be too much of a coincidence sometimes. Like for this round, come on, come on. All right, all right. Here we go. Almost doesn't count. Versus can't get enough. Almost doesn't count. Sorry, Brandy. I, I gave it to can't get enough. That junk hit hard. Nah. Just, okay. All right. All right. And we're gonna do two more. I promise. Um, round nine. This one was tough, but I gave it to. I gave it to Brandy. Broken hearted versus love all over me. Broken hearted, Brandy. I, I gave it to broken hearted too. And it wasn't just because she had the feature of, of Wanya. That was actually the remix 
Oh, Joe says that they don't pick the songs. Swiss Beats picks the songs. Ooh, hmm. kind of, it kind of, it kind of makes sense because oh. they they need to have the right song to come back after each song. I remember there were so many songs. I was like, I was waiting for that to hit. Right, <laughs> right, 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 right. So he's probably correct on that one. I got almost those accounts. All right. Um, last one. Sitting on top of the world versus still standing. I think I'm gonna give it to Monica. I gave it to Brandy. I even lost count. I, I can't even front. I, I I gave it a tie at the end of the day anyway. I but I, to Monica. I like I love that song. I, I gave that one to Brandy. I gave sitting on top of the world to Brandy. Listen, that was pretty cool. Like if you guys can go, I'm sure you guys it's going to be Mace, right? <laughs> right. Mace was on that Harlem on the rise. You know what the problem with his guys? Come on, come on, come on, come on. Yo. Yo, Brandy was dope because I feel like I could sing her records because she has such a deep tone, right? Like she sung a little bit in, in the basement. So Brandy was dope to me. Um, that was a great versus. That was definitely a great versus. Uh great versus. And I truly appreciate you for coming on the show. And I hope we can have you back. Um, this was amazing. You definitely crushed, you crushed. Spotlight Tuesday, just like I knew you would, because that's what you do. You crush buildings. Um, and we truly appreciate you for being on here. Guys, make sure you give her a follow. Her handle is right there in her name. I'll blow it up so you can see it right there. You know what I'm saying? Follow her on our IG. You guys go to her website. But before we go, I want you to let the people know where they can find you. Like, I think you're performing this weekend, right? Ah, uh, yeah. You know what? Ah, thank you. You, yo, you, you good. That, <laughs> that boy good. <laughs> I'm going to be in Danbury, Connecticut, Joy Lounge. We're going to, I'm going to be with Rain, you know, kicking it off. We're going to have some fun, bring back. I'm a, I'm a huge uh, fan of R&B and soul. I'm talking like 90s. I'm, I'm a huge fan. So I believe in bringing it back. So we're going to cover the Sade's and, and uh, um, the, the Sunshine Anderson. Then come on, May. Barely beat the sun. How many albums did she have? Two. I would like to. I would like I to see her go against like Keisha Cole. Even though Keisha Cole got like nine albums, I didn't even realize she had that many. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So oh. a lot of people saying Keisha Cole and and Shanti. Shanti, Shanti has. She, she, she got hits. She got hits. She got she got at least forty hits. Oh yeah. And if yeah. I pull if I pull up her Billboard, it's gonna be hits 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 hits. Yeah. Now you're right. You're right. Well, thank you so much for coming on, guys. Uh, thank you so much for coming on, Miss Simone. We truly appreciate you here at Shoot the Breeze. People saying you killed it. I like that. Look at that. Um, I hope you guys go out and get a record, man. Please do. Please Hurt do. Me. Apple Music. It's everywhere, literally. No, I'm serious. Like everywhere. All right, guys, we truly appreciate you, man. Make sure you share this podcast when you get a chance. Make sure you subscribe and you're hitting those like buttons. Five stars. Remember, five stars. You can put whatever emoji you want in there, but five stars. That's all I care about. That's all we care about, all right? Make sure you support her, support Thank us. We'll catch you on the next show, man. Peace out.